Hey friends, just an FYI, if you're a new listener to this podcast, you might not know that we sell planner stickers and weatherproof stickers in our Etsy shop, hand-designed by me, Katie. Many of our stickers are inspired by the incredible natural places that I've traveled to, such as Mount Rainier in Washington State or the beaches of Puerto Rico. I'm just so inspired by magical natural places. Do you want to shop our stickers? You can shop our Etsy shop or on our website. Find the link to Shop Studio Sisters in our show Hey everyone, today Katie and I are back here in the studio to talk about our biggest passion that both of us share, traveling, and how we make money in our business while we travel. Yeah, I love traveling. So let's talk about some of our favorite travels. What are your favorite places that you've traveled to? Well, my absolute favorite was Iceland. Oh, It was the trip of my (laughs) dreams and it was everything I could have hoped for. We saw the Northern Lights from a boat in the middle of the bay in Reykjavik. Mm -hmm. It was amazing. And you only got a little bit seasick. Only a little bit. (laughs) One of my other favorite places was Alaska. I really like cold places, y'all. I don't. I'm the opposite. Give me the sun and the sand. I love traveling anywhere in the desert. Honestly, it doesn't matter which desert it is. A lot of people think, oh, the desert is so ugly, there's no trees, it's hot. But when I go to this desert, all I see is color. It is so beautiful. Uh, I would also say Puerto Rico. We went to Puerto Rico in September of 2019. Mm -hmm. Last year. Just before COVID. (laughs) Uh, And so it was an amazing trip. Definitely a favorite. So let's talk about that trip. All right, well... When my plane was landing, it was in the middle of a tropical storm. That's right. It was pouring down rain. My flight, we were coming from separate places. So my flight landed a couple hours before yours. And then you ended up getting stranded at the airport like during the worst part of the storm. Yeah, it was like pouring like crazy. And my phone was dying because there wasn't a charger on the airplane. So like I was trying to contact you, but I barely had any battery left. (laughs) So finally, she got back to our Airbnb, and we just got like a really close place to the airport because we were planning to leave the city the very next day. So the next morning, Katie goes to uh, the bathroom, the Airbnb to shower and everything. And then it was awful. Like the doorknob was broken, and I got locked in this bathroom for hours that morning. It was we're Airbnb hosts. So, um, you know, there's some basic things that you need to have while traveling. And if you're going to rent your house out as a vacation rental and a working doorknob is, is one of those like really basic things. So Katie got locked inside the bathroom and we've tried like just about everything, but it's, the walls are like concrete and it's a metal door. So we've tried like shoving it, putting a credit card in there, using a spoon. I've tried calling the Airbnb hosts in Spanish and English in both of the numbers they provided and no one is picking up. 
So I try calling Airbnb themselves and they can't get a hold of the host either. And no one is helping us and Katie is locked in the bathroom and it pretty much seemed hopeless for a bit. I was pretty hopeless. (laughs) (laughs) So then Airbnb tells me to just call a locksmith and they'll reimburse me for the cost of the locksmith. So that seems like a really good solution. Only it's eight in the morning or seven in the morning. It was early. It was really early in San Juan. And so I'm just calling people in Spanish, all the locksmiths that come up on Google and no one's answering like it's too early. And then finally someone does answer and he tells us, oh, it's going to be four or five hours before he can get there. (laughs) And by that point, I'd already been in the bathroom for at least an hour. (laughs) So we finally decide we just have to get the door open ourselves. Um, So I go in the kitchen and I get anything I can find, which included some butter knives. Mm -hmm. And so I finally broke the door lock by shoving a butter knife through the door. It was crazy. But after like After three hours, she finally got me out of the bathroom. (laughs) If you're listening to this and you're thinking, what a terrible story. I would never want this to happen to me. You're right. But it also made a great travel story Mm -hmm. that, to be honest, we loved sharing with people because it shows, I think, our spirit of adventure. Yeah. So after we got Katie out of the bathroom... We drove to Cabos Rojos, which is on the uh, western side of the island. And we the reason we drove out there was to visit the pink salt lakes. And because of the tropical storm, there weren't a lot of tourists on the island. So it was literally just us out there. It was amazing. Yeah. And if you did not hear me say that, I want to say it again. Pink lakes. If you have never seen this on Instagram, you just need to look up pink salt lakes they are incredible they are so aesthetic everything was vibrant and we just walked around all of these lakes that were literally and truly pink it was amazing so that night after we went to the salt lakes we drove to the southern part of puerto rico which if you don't know is a pretty small island so you can drive across the entire island and we drove to la perguera um we checked into our second airbnb And we did some field sketching on the beach. Mm -hmm. And this was really cool. I had never really done field sketching before. And Katie taught me how. So that was awesome. And then we walked down to the city center around 9 or 10 p.m. and bought tickets um, for a boat to take us out onto the ocean at night (laughs) to be able to swim in a bioluminescent bay. Yeah, this is like... I have two magical experiences in my life, and one is seeing the Northern Lights, and the second is swimming in the bioluminescent bay. Both were amazing. So for anyone who might be wondering, what does that mean? What is bioluminescence, Katie? Um, It's plankton or jellyfish, and they, they glow at night. So it's these microscopic creatures that like when they're agitated by movement, Mm -hmm. um, they literally glow in the dark. Yeah, they're luminescent. So we uh, got on this boat. I think we paid like 10 bucks per person. And we got on this little speedboat and they took us out into the ocean. And then the uh, captain of the boat just like stopped it. And he says... Okay, jump out of the boat. And it was pitch black out there. (laughs) It was pitch black. You couldn't see the water. You couldn't see anything at all. There were zero lights out there. 
And this guy was telling us to jump out of the boat. We both hesitated. (laughs) We briefly said, wait a second. Wait a second. And then Katie just turned to me and she was said, are you ready? (laughs) So I had no choice. She jumped off the boat. And if she jumps, I jump. It was absolutely incredible. Yeah. As soon as you hit the water, the plankton started glowing and it was just magical. Imagine swimming in... In the stars. In the stars. That's what it was like. After we got out of the bio bay, we immediately went back to our Airbnb and documented it in every way that we could. I just wrote pages and pages in my travel journal Mm. and Katie painted. I immediately got out my watercolors and started painting. And y'all, I'm not a night person. Once it hits 9 or 10 p.m., I'm asleep. (laughs) But this night, I was on like an inspiration high, and I just had to art journal. It was amazing. After that, we went back to San Juan for, I think, two more days and just had like a constant routine of walking all over beautiful, colorful San Juan and laying on the beach under a palm tree. Yeah, it was pretty Pretty much just like beach, sleep, repeat over and over. And each of us planned a creative workshop for the trip. So I planned uh, small weavings that we did based on the colors of the island. Mm -hmm. And I created a field sketching and art journal kit. So I taught Taylor how to field sketch and we both kept a travel journal. It was really fun. It was a lot of fun. It was an amazing trip that inspired many of our products and it created a lot of wonderful memories for us, but also a lot of really beautiful photos that each of us were able to use for free social media content. Obviously, this year we have not traveled to many places and not internationally at all, (laughs) but we are really optimistic about 2021 and the future, which is why we are choosing to talk about traveling Uh, because we love it and we feel really good about the future. We are also doing a lot of local traveling close Mm -hmm. to home, by ourselves in really remote or rural places. So everything that we're going to talk about today in our episode can be done right where you live. You don't have to travel very far. Um, It could be done at the closest lake to you or river or even just out on a walk in the park. Yeah, definitely. So uh, today we will talk about 10 ways you can make money on your art while traveling. And I wanted to make one more note. We don't really take vacations. No. (laughs) We don't um, say like, oh, we're going on a cruise or we booked this resort. Or like we need to take a vacation away from work. Like we don't do that. We don't do that because we love what we do. So vacations and our creative work go together perfectly. So we take trips that are intentionally designed to produce more creative work or to help us relax or to get inspiration. But regardless of the purpose, it's always intentional. So, for example, um, Katie had always wanted to go see the Northern Lights and go to Iceland. So we did that. And when you got home, you used a lot of your photography. Yeah, I used because I took so many photos and I was so inspired in Iceland. I used those when I got back and I started doing a lot of painting inspired by that. And I turned some of those into stickers. Right. So um, this is how we travel and we make our travel make money for us is by being very intentional about where we choose to go and what we choose to do while we are traveling. One final thing to note before we get into those 10 ways is that there is no magic wand. 
to wave and instantly make money while you travel. Like any business or any area of your business, these are practices to help you build the strongest shop possible. And the way that you do that is by increasing your traffic, building your engagement, and converting your views to purchases. All of these are small but actionable things that you can do while you travel to make money and to have your business run while you're gone. So here are the 10 ways that you can make money on your art while you travel. Okay, so today we're sharing 10 ways to make money on your art or your handmade items while traveling. Number one, set your Etsy shop production times further out. So if you normally ship within one to two business days or three to five business days, just set the production time out past your vacation. So you can say one to two weeks or two to three weeks, or, you know, you can use a custom set time for how long you want to extend it out to make sure that you have enough time from when the customer orders it while you're on vacation to when you can get back and actually produce and ship out the item. It's super important that you do not use Etsy's vacation mode. Etsy will tell you, oh, are you going out of town? Don't want to worry about your shop. You can set your shop on vacation mode. But that is an absolutely terrible idea. Do not use Etsy vacation mode for any reason at all. Why is that? Because when you use the vacation mode on your Etsy shop, all of your hard work with Etsy SEO and taking time for your listings to get found and ranked it just disappears into thin air. It vanishes because Etsy doesn't, um, it, they don't help you out with that. They actually penalize you for putting it on vacation mode because they remove your listings entirely from the search result for that time. So everyone else's listings are getting found and rewarded by the algorithm. And if you're on vacation mode, it just totally disappears. So instead what I think that you should do is extend out your production time to one to two weeks or a custom time that's longer. I think you could even do three to six weeks, especially if it's a detailed custom item. And the other thing that you can do is if you have a large following on Instagram, I know that you do this a lot, Katie, you can um, post on your stories or create an Instagram post where you say something like, hey, I'm going on vacation any orders placed during this time won't be shipped out until a particular date. Mm -hmm. That's what I do. Okay, so the second tip that we have for you today is to take your product photos in your travel locations. Mm -hmm. And this means you're going to actually be taking some of your products and handmade items with you. So hopefully whatever you're making is small enough to do that. Right. Now, this might not be practical for all kinds of items. Uh, of course, stickers we can take on a vacation with us. Yeah, pretty easily. Um, maybe if you make clothing, you can take it to wear as a to model in the certain locations. Oh, that's a good idea. Um, if you're doing tapestry weaving, that's something that could easily be folded down and carefully put into a bag um, or even small canvases mm -hmm. if you're driving or, or you're taking like a heavier duty piece of luggage, you could put canvas and prints in there too. Mm -hmm. 
it's just, it's a really great idea to take photos of your products in a different location. People are used to seeing it in your studio or however you normally take photos of it. So by taking, like, I've taken stickers out to waterfalls when I'm hiking and just snapping a shot in front of a cool, super awesome waterfall and post that on Instagram and it does really well. And you can also use it in your listing photos on Etsy. Yeah. So if you need more photos or you want to freshen up some of your photos on Etsy by photographing some of your products while you're on vacation, you can create that new content for free. And be intentional. You don't have to take every single product that you have for sale with you on vacation. Take some time and think about which products will fit the aesthetic of the location that you're going to best. Like Katie mentioned, going to a waterfall. Or if you're traveling to the desert, maybe you want to take some of the weavings you have that are in those like warm, deserty, like color tones. Mm -hmm. So the third thing that you can do to make money on your art while traveling is to make art inspired by your travels and later turn it into a product. Katie, you're kind of famous for doing this. <laughs> Give me an example of what does that mean? Okay, so I have a little bit of an art retreat in Colorado that my family owns, and I go a lot. So I spend a lot of time sketching when I'm traveling in Colorado. Um, I'm just super, super inspired by the mountains, and I've turned a lot of the art that I've made while traveling in Colorado, and I've turned that into stickers. After I get home, I take photos, and then I, I turn it into stickers to sell. Okay, so you're going out, and you're field sketching uh, the mountains in Colorado. Mm -hmm. And then when you return home, then you're actually going to turn that into the product. Yeah. And you can use inspiration in, like, so many different ways. You can either, like, for example, I've sketched just mountains in Colorado, or I've sketched a lot of, I like to do a lot of surreal sort of sketches. So I do a girl and then I'm so inspired the mount by the mountains that I end up sketching mountains and trees into her hair. And that actually became one of my most popular stickers. That's super cool. Yeah. So don't, don't always take it too literally. Like you don't have to um, create an artistic copy of the place that you're traveling to. Mm -hmm. Think about how it could inspire you. Is it just different elements? Is it the dry climate? Is it the culture? Um, was it your personal journey while you were there? These are all ways that your travel could be inspiring your art. Yeah, maybe it's just you're using the colors from the desert as a new color scheme in your watercolor pattern or anything like that. Yeah, that's a good idea. Number four, use affiliate codes and give shout outs to the companies that you already work with while you travel. If you're a regular traveler, you can use different uh, company affiliate codes and share these with your engaged followers on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and these companies will give you a small percentage or a commission um, when people make a purchase or a travel reservation using your discount code. Uh, Airbnb is one of these. Um, TripAdvisor as well that I know of do travel affiliate codes, but there are a ton of them. Uh, the other thing, as I said, is to shout out companies that you already work with. You might typically only talk about the product when you're using it 
in your studio or at your work. But it's a really good chance to show them like you're really using it and showing your audience how much you love it. Mm -hmm. I work with a company called Grace and Salt Inc. And I use her Ink Dory journals all the time. And I take them with me when I'm traveling. So I like to hold them up in unique spots, very much like number two, where you're taking your own product photos, but you're doing it for other companies. And then they'll often repost you and that results in more audience for you. More audience, more traffic equals more sales. Exactly. I think that you don't travel without that journal. Never. (laughs) I actually have multiple journals. And when I go to a trip, I'm like, which one do I want to take? And uh, think about that. There are many other crossover products like that. Journal covers, water bottles, bags, backpacks, headphones. Mm -hmm. These are all examples of products that if you work with that kind of company, you should definitely be tagging them on your travels. Number five, build engagement with your followers by creating amazing content while you travel. Your followers are really interested in what you do. Don't just post after you get back from vacation. It's not a good idea if you want to build your brand to say, all right, see y'all in two weeks. I'm going on vacation. And it's just crickets during that time. You really want to bring them with you. So Katie has a few ideas about ways you could build engagement and what kind of content to post while you travel. So if you're doing a lot of working while you're traveling, like I do, I do a lot of sketching. So sometimes I just bring a tiny phone tripod and I'll film time lapses while I'm creating art in a new unique area. And just posting that on my Instagram feed or turning it into a reel on Instagram, like followers, I know they love to see it. I always get so many messages and responses about how they just think it's so cool that I'm creating that day in such a cool spot. You can also post what is funny, what goes wrong on your travels, a really cool place that you weren't expecting to find, but you kind of stumbled onto it. Uh, People like to hear about what's going on on your travels. It's just enjoyable to share. And you can add things into your stories to boost that engagement, like polls or questions for your followers. Mm -hmm. Last week, we were staying at a cabin in the mountains. Um, We had like, I don't know, a foot of snow or something. It was a lot of snow for us. So I posted a poll in my stories like, do you like the snow or not? And I got a lot of responses. A lot of people said, yes, they like the snow. That's funny. Yeah, I did something similar too. My, My poll was like, do you like the cold? And then the responses were, yes, wish I was there with you, or no, thank you, I'll stay somewhere warm. And (laughs) these are great ways to get engagement with people. You also should post your amazing pictures. Do not keep those a secret. Do not hold them just in your scrapbook or saved in an album on your phone. If you visit somewhere beautiful, post those pictures. There's nothing people love more, I think, than travel inspiration. Mm -hmm. And this does not have to be a totally exotic place that you had to take a very long journey to get to, although we love those. Um, It could be just a hike that you went for in your county or in your city. If it's something that you find the beauty in, share that as your content because other people find beauty in it too. Definitely. Okay. Number six is to get new inspiration from the place you're going to. And by that, we mean like 
If you're maybe stuck in a creative rut, don't be afraid to branch out and try something different inspired by where you're going. Yeah, so I have a really good example of this. When Katie and I went on our own little private art retreat in Puerto Rico last year, (laughs) pre-COVID, I asked her to teach me how to field sketch. So we spent each day like field sketching a location, pretty much just beaches <laughs> yeah. uh, in Puerto Rico, but also um, the salt flats that we went to and old San Juan. And so I had her teach me the basics of like how to sketch the horizon and how to add depth, which is not something I've ever been really good at. And then I learned a little bit of like watercolor markers uh, since Katie is a brand ambassador for Tombow. And so we took those with us and it was a very challenging I was really, really slow at it. And of course, like I thought my sketch was great until I looked at Katie's and I was like, wow, hers is amazing. But the point is that I tried something new and I left so inspired and so excited by it. And now I like to field sketch every time we travel. Yeah. Number seven, visit small businesses in the area and tag them on your social media. You might be wondering, how does this make me any money if I'm just tagging someone on social media? So Katie, I'll let you explain. Yeah, so it might seem like you're just promoting someone else and so it doesn't get you anything, but it actually does because if you tag the places you visit, the small businesses, maybe you bought something handmade from another artist in the area, if you tag them on Instagram, oftentimes they will reshare you And then that gets even more growth to you. Exactly. You reach a new audience that typically you wouldn't have reached before because that's their set of followers and their local audience. So this provides you with a discovery that you didn't have to pay for. A great example of that is our local coffee shop where I live is called Casva and I'm obsessed with it. It's so good. And I often post... Um, like that I'm working from there, writing new content or sending emails or something. And I always tag them on Instagram and they always reshare me. And I occasionally get people's messages or we do see a click over, I think a good like impression rate increase on our social media accounts whenever we do something like this. So it doesn't cost you anything. And there's a lot of potential for you to be discovered by people who really like what you're doing. Mm -hmm. And they could definitely check out the links in your profile to then visit your store. All right. Number eight is to leave free small pieces of your art or handmade product in high traffic tourist destinations for promotion. I've never heard of this before, so I'm super excited (laughs) to learn about it. Yeah. So you can maybe you sell stickers and this is a great option to leave or maybe you paint small mini canvases or miniature journals. I have left journals in airports and libraries, cool places like that. So the reason you would do this is very similar to the others. And you can leave a small note that says, free art, take me, or something like that, as well as a business card. And just leave it in a spot where you know someone's going to find it and appreciate it. We're not talking about your higher cost products that you sell. Definitely something that's like a mini version even, Mm -hmm. or something that's really, really inexpensive for you to make. 
in my opinion, it should be, it should cost you cents or a dollar or it's made from your leftovers or your scraps. Yeah. But by giving it away and it's like free promotion for you. Yeah. I think that if I found a journal or a mini art print, I would be so delighted. Like I would be so excited to find that. And I would 100% repost that on my stories and describe my experience of finding it. Mm -hmm. And you might even like, if you love it that much, you might even check out their shop and buy more as gifts or anything. Exactly. So that is a really creative uh, guerrilla marketing type way to get your engagement built and potentially convert people from not knowing you at all to making a purchase in your store. Yeah, our town actually has a little free art Fridays type thing. Now, we're not a big tourist destination, but I think this is cool. So every Friday, sometimes the artists will leave art out in front of grocery stores or coffee shops or even on hiking trails in the area. And there's a Facebook group too. So when people find it, they can go check in there. Oh, I had no idea. That's awesome. Number nine, use your airport time productively. So this is more on the business side, but I 100% commit to this. Just because you're at the airport doesn't mean you're on your vacation time yet. Your airport time is not free time. Do I sound totally harsh saying that? (laughs) No, I mean, I do a little bit of both. I do some like playing some games on my phone. And sometimes I'm like, I do business stuff as well. So it's like I do 50-50. To me, airport time is this magical space where I don't have to run any errands. I don't have anything to do but literally sit there with my laptop or with my phone. And so there are several things I always do. It's my airport ritual that gets my business in like tip-top shape right before I start traveling. So what are those? Well, I always catch up on emails. I clear out anything last minute but important in my emails, in my messages, in my DMs. I also spend the time writing or brainstorming new content. That's for um, email newsletter content, um, keyword research, SEO research, just reading articles about like how to improve on Etsy, how to improve on marketing, catching up on business podcasts. So I'm using that time really, really productively uh, to create new content or learn new skills. I do a little bit of marketing and stuff on my computer when I'm at the airport, but most of the time I pull out my travel journal and do some sketching which, of course, creates content for my Instagram. And some of the time I even create products when I'm at the airport. It's amazing what sitting at the airport does for you in just two or three hours. Because there aren't that many distractions. Mm-hmm. So you don't, you aren't sitting there thinking like, wow, I really have to clean my house. Or I really need to go grocery shopping. Yeah. And um, you can just put on your favorite music and totally eclipse into your own little world and create that content or create new products. So I'm a huge fan of turning airport time into business time. And then finally, I think both of us are really good about doing this. We use that airport time to build our engagement and spend that time sharing some love on other people's accounts and other small businesses. Finally, our last way that you can make money on art while traveling that we'll talk about today is to recap your trip when you are finished to touch base with your followers. Uh, 
the reason that I suggest you do this is one, you've spent all this time, the whole vacation or the whole travel, like building it up. So really take the time to tie it all in together. And it should be easy content, free content that you can add to your social media accounts. It really strengthens the relationship that you have with the people who already follow you because you're really saying like, here's something I learned while I was traveling. Mm -hmm. Here's a really funny story that I had to share with you. Or here's the art that I produced based on my trip into the mountains or my trip to this cave or a night sat quietly by myself at the lake all day. Mm -hmm. And maybe if you didn't have time to finish a project while you were on vacation, then after you get back home and you finish it, then you can do another recap about your trip and how the project turned out. These are all really great ideas to extend the content and create little bits that are new, but you're building on that. So it's free content that you didn't have to work for because you just took it while you're on vacation, which in turn is making money for you by increasing your traffic and your conversions. Like sometimes when I'm at home, I'm like, I don't want to sit here and spend more time on social media. Like you get tired of being on it after a while. I get tired of watching people's stories on Instagram. I love them, but I get tired of it. (laughs) But when you're at the airport, like, I don't know. There's just something about being at the airport Mm -hmm. where it's fun just to reach out and interact with other people on your phone. Again, it ties back into that thinking like, oh, I don't, this is all I have to do. I only have to be right here in this moment. So it's perfectly fine to go comment on other artists I love, other small businesses that I love. Uh, So this helps them. They in turn help you. And it just spreads the love. And it's a really good time to do that because you're not distracted by other things. Mm Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Studio Sisters podcast. We hope that you are able to take some of these 10 ways or all of these 10 ways and put these into practice in your own small business to help you make more money while you're traveling and to create more content to grow your brand. If you want more of our actionable strategies and tips and creative inspiration for your small business, Go to our website, shopstudiosisters.com, and you can sign up for our free weekly newsletter where we share behind the scenes uh, tips, photos, and other fun things in our newsletter every single Monday. Thanks so much for listening.